What's up, people? It's Dave. It's Duncan. Back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from Norwegian mm. stoner core band Honjaming. Yeah. Apologies up front if I have fucked that up. What? No, you said Norway. Fine. I mean, that's not. Yeah, all good. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you, like, you, the, I, I, I don't think the Norwegians are going to get upset with that. <laughs> the band name. Aren't you? Oh no, uh, fluent, fluent, <laughs> perfect, perfect <laughs> pronunciation. Going for Honjaming, but I could be wrong. Um, the band's new album, Ultra Ritual, will be released on March 10th via Ripple Music. So this band formed in Oslo. I'm just going to call them this band from now on. This band <laughs> formed in Oslo in 2017 by brothers Martin and Philip on vocals and bass, Charlie on guitar and Ola on drums. Uh, <laughs> Literally the only one that sounds Norwegian is Ola. <laughs> like, you mean the rest of the band yeah. sound like they could just, you know, play up the road? Yeah. You know what I mean? You sure you're Norwegian? Um, they had played yes, together. The name in... of the band is Hondjaman, Dave. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Um, they Allegedly. played together in various hardcore and punk bands in the early days, but the puzzle pieces didn't come together until Hondjaming were formed and the riffs got slower, the amps got louder. In 2019, they released their first EP, Motorcycle Death Cult, followed by the Grim Riffer EP. Um, <laughs> Fucking yeah. amazing names. Ah, uh, yes. Um, playing shows constantly, they became a band to take notice of in the Oslo underground scene. After parting ways with bassist Philip, longtime friend Kim took over as Groovemeister in the band. So, firstly, before I get into the album, I loved the, the lineup description of the band in the press release. is amazing. So, the lineup is Martin, aka Helvis Presley. He uh, he does chants and rituals. We've got Charlie, aka <laughs> Abuse Springsteen, who does riffs and mischief. Mm-hmm. We've got Kim, uh, aka Jeans Simmons, on bass lines and mm-hmm. coke lines, and <laughs> Ola, aka Motorola, on pots and pans. <laughs> Oh my god, nice. Ola, Ola Motorola sounds like the name of the most extravagant playboy that only, only summers in Morocco. <laughs> you know what I mean? Only. Ola Motorola. Yeah. Um, so this is a debut album, uh, seven tracks long, uh, just over 40 minutes. Um, so, uh, Honjaming, Duncan, what did you think of this debut album from... The uh, this Norwegian stonercore band. What do you think of Ultra Ritual? So they're a mixed bag, aren't they? Because you know, they're not just like stonercore just makes them yeah. sound like they just do the stoner stuff. They I'm don't. quite glad you've given context. As always, I like to preface these reviews by saying I don't read the press statements. Um, mm. I go in blind, um, cold, and uh, I go in raw. That's right, yeah. no rubber. <laughs> um, and um, <laughs> oh dear, uh, and, <laughs> you know, I take it as it is. Yeah. Um, and oh, the, the the context you filled in there is like there, there is pace to this band mm. at times. Like they, they can go quite fucking like a quasi blast beat at one point um, yeah. as well. Yeah. So I mean they're not they're not like your stereotypical stoner band. However, that is all the way through it. It is the it is the core backbone here. There's yeah. big old stonery, almost quite not quite down but down adjacent mm-hmm. sound and riffs. It has that kind of, kind of has that swagger of kind of 70s Americana about it at times, mm. which I really, really like. Um, the first thing I would I, w- I would lock on is the production. 
Mm. Production really like just centers this band. It has that kind of warmy, fuzzy, you yeah. know, like analog ampy sort of sound, which mm. is absolutely necessary with this. The guitars aren't the guitars are heavy, but they're not thick. If you know what I mean? Yeah. They're thick with fuzz. Yes. But they're not thick with distortion or anything that would like it's kind of that old way where like you would speak to like certain older musicians and they'd be like, hey, so you've got the a distortion pedal? Nah, nah, nah. You just do this with the amp. Like, well, <laughs> but this pedal does it for me? Mm. No, nah, nah, fucking pedals. You just do this. <laughs> the only pedal you need is a wah. You know what I mean? And that's literally it. You know what I mean? The, 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 they have that kind of the vibe about them, which, which kind of feels like everything is kind of nuts and bolts and, you know, like turning the knobs and uh, and all the rest. Um, and it, it's, it really works for them. It aids their sound. Kind of mm. reminded me at times of kind of later day of the sword, even though the sword is better produced. Yeah. Um, but if you took the later day of the sword and then put them in the Brundlefly machine alongside bands like Graveyard, where, where you get that all that kind of authentic kind of 70s, very early 80s era, almost even Blue Oyster Cult-esque production, but it's mm. churned at the end with something that does feel kind of very modern and does feel like they're taking the best elements of the old and marrying them with the you know the the better songwriting and at times the more progressive elements of the kind of modern stoner bands. The one thing about this band is they're not they're like no two songs are one dimensional, which I mm. kind of loved about it. Just when you feel like you're getting a, a kind of hook into where they're going they'll like really slow a track down or go the other way and speed a track up you get at times kind of ferocious punk beats other times they're happy to sit with a almost cheesy rock riff and let that flow over yeah. and then you've got the vocals on top of that which are at times you know dripping in melody and then other times like nasty savage shouty I mean, mm-hmm. never screamy but just that kind of raspy you'll not be able to talk in the morning sort of vocals yeah yeah, I definitely got that. I, I don't know if that's coming from that, you know, the hardcore roots that they had, you know, from early on, but I definitely yeah. got that in some of the vocals, yeah. Especially when you get, like, there's layered vocals um, in parts where you get, like, it's almost like a call and response with these kind of shouty, raspy vocals, and it totally works with what they do. I mean, they, they're happy, They're at times a, a band that are kind of happy to sit in the groove. If you're listening to tracks like Vision and Fire, you know, that's a track that really, it's the first kind of longer song on the, the album, but it's one that very much leans into those kind of more spacier, stonier moments. You know, I'm really happy to let a riff sit there and just, like, like put a smile on your face, but there's there's loads of little accents that they do at the end of bars that are really, really, really cool. You know, mm. once again, authentic to the era, but it's not until you hit things like Temple of Talk or even Ultra Ritual, the title track, that they really start to let a kind of heavier side start to bleed through. Ultra Ritual is the one that is probably, if you're talking about hardcore vocals, is probably most in line with those kind of really aggressive shouty vocals. Mm. Um, in sections, not the whole track either, but it, it really works with them. But what I found like most kind of captivating from the band overall is some bands have the ability to go one way or the other. So yeah. they can really they're really masters of the craft of the shorter form song. I give you all those hooks, all those riffs, all the widdly widdly stuff. It sounds great, fucking yes. But then when they try and do a longer song, you kind of get to that point where you're like, mm, the composition's maybe a bit off. You're repeating things too much. Like Hanjiming are the other way around. Like mm. they, these somehow at times when they were doing the shorter songs, I could have went for an extra riff 
Um, and when I say short songs, they're not short chain. There's nothing under four minutes here. Yeah. Um, and most of them are over five. But like when you hear the, the, the closing track, which is just under 10 minutes long, um, Oculation of Mars, it's it's the one where I kind of felt like, you know, the, if these guys wanted to do just that fucking full-on trip fest of like nine-minute opus tracks over fucking six songs, you know, 40 minutes in length, I would totally dig that. I think they've got a really good idea of the craft. Mm. Um, I think my only my only grievance with Ultra Ritual overall is at times the the shorter songs kind of felt a bit safe, but mm. not safe in a way where they were boring. Just safe as in when you hear some of the later tracks, you can hear a more experimental nature come through, which you're clearly you're like more than capable of doing. Mm. So when the conventional songs kick in. There's there's maybe one or two, many of them on the album overall. Like it, I, I would have actually almost preferred longer songs with maybe one or two shorter songs in it than mm. a, an album which is. And once again, the tracks are a little bit five minutes long, but in comparison to like the kind of six minute, seven minute tracks and all the rest, it just kind of felt to me that at times, that kind of shorter road, um, were just the bits that I was starting to get my hooks into a song. They, yeah. they say great anything that's great should want you leaving more mm. and they definitely do that in Ultra Ritual like on on almost every song when it finished I was like that's fucking really 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 cool and it's difficult not to smile and bang your head and like I say when you get to I'm sure it's Oculation of Mars or it might be Tales no it's not, definitely not Tales of Thunder must be Oculation of Mars is the one that you get the kind of quasi blast that kicks in mm. which fucking just floored me because I didn't expect it it's not quite a blast we're not talking like gravity beats or anything like that. it's just a da, 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 you know it's like a proper old school mm. kind of um, blast beat but it, it comes in in a, a really unexpected way quite late into the song and opens up after the section of kind of prolonged melody mm. So they've got all these. It's, it's really they've got all these tools they can implement. I just think that some of the shorter songs on the album could have been doing with being longer. It's maybe me just being selfish, and it definitely is a personal choice. But mm. I dig what these guys are doing. I think. I think there's. I think they, they've taken the idea of kind of stoner metal, which we've heard. How many, how many bands? Like fucking umpteen bands. Mm. And you kind of, when you hear that, there's a part of you that kind of feels like, I know what I'm getting here. There's a known quantity. Uh, Ultra Ritual as an album has enough twists and turns throughout its runtime with, with elements of kind of almost psychedelica or even, like I say, like that kind of hardcore punky snarl that give it depth and give it, I, I think, a re-listenable factor to it. You know, mm. elements you just don't expect that that arrive and don't overstay their welcome. Um, I, I, they're, they're a super interesting band. Like, genuinely, like, one of these ones where every... Like, especially on the first listen, every time I was like, all right, I'd, I get it now. And then mm -hmm. the next song would kick in and there's a little flurry or they try something different or the vocals get more aggressive. I'm like, right, right. I, I genuinely wasn't expecting that. Mm. So it's a cool album. They're, they're, yeah. they're clearly very, 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 very good at what they do. Mm. Um, and like never change a production, lads. That's the... That, that right there will give me like a semi um, <laughs> like any day of the week. I, I, I love bands that are just full in with the fuzz. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, yep. there's part of me that's like that if you're going to do it do it like there's nothing worse than a band that like we're a stoner band and you listen to it, it's crystal fucking clear yeah no no 
Yeah, it needs to be cloudy, like my pee. Um, <laughs> so there we are. I'm getting it checked out. Don't worry. Um, so there, there we go. Um, yeah, I, okay. I, I, I like this quite a bit. I right. think I don't think it's an exceptional album, mm. but it's it's hard not to it's hard not to pick up what they're putting down. They clearly love playing this shit, and it comes mm. through in the music. Yeah. Okay. Um... Reversal. Dave's the other way I, I, I also really enjoyed this, but I do have issues with it as well. Oh, um, Davey's got issues. Um, so, yeah, I, I think as, as you go through this, you will hear little inflections of other bands. Um, but what I liked was this band aren't out just to to replicate a sound. Mm. There's definitely an element that that's just Honjaming in there um, mm-hmm. where it doesn't really sound like anyone else um, and I think some of that comes from that background and the bands they've been in before mm-hmm. um, you can hear little bits of as I mentioned kind of hardcore and punk coming through in the vocals and certain guitar riffs as well um, and then there's there's also a really cool blend of different eras going on here as well um, you get more modern influences. There's a little bit of that Queller Tack kind of vibe going mm-hmm. in there. Even little bits of Mantar as well coming through. Um, and then there's something quite retro about it that comes through. Um, that's like a almost like a callback to like the 70s. Yeah. Um, and the band intertwine and in some of that kind of classic rock um, and even something a bit kind of trippy and psychedelic as well. Um, and as you said, each track on the album will give you different sides to the band sound um mm-hmm. always keep, but always keeping some of the main components each time um and just kind of adding something new along the way um that that opening track the astronomer gives you like the big stoner riffs it's got plenty of groove uh, but with a more kind of hardcore edged vocal um and some kind of classic rock vibes and some of the, the kind of tales of the, the riffs mm-hmm. um but it also kind of caught me off guard with the the vocal chants um i wasn't expecting that to come yeah. in um, but I thought they worked very well against the the rhythm of the double kick drums that they use as well. Um, I think it does what what you'd want as an opening track. It's a, a bit of a it's a mood lifter, um, and it's groovy. Um, Cro-Magnon versus Neanderthal gives you more of a kind of almost punk rock vibe, um, but it's blended with this kind of like spacey psychedelic streak. Um, Visions and Fire, a bit slower in tempo. There's some kind of doomier tones in there as well, which I quite liked in the guitar work. Um, but still with a bit of that kind of aggressive hardcore vocal. Um, Temple of Toke was the other one. It's, it's quite similar. It's maybe slightly darker in tone. Again, quite doom-laden and fuzzy um, with the kind of spacier elements and some cleaner vocals as well to give you a bit of kind of variance on that side of things. Um, the, I, I, the cleanish vocals were okay. I, mm. I wasn't a massive fan of the, the spoken word stuff. It felt a little bit off. Um, but the, the kind of bigger notes in the chorus I thought were really good. Um, the title track then like picks the pace back up. Um, there's some kind of Scandinavian kind of punk coming into that again, but it's got that stoner kind of undertone to it as well. So I really like the fact that they they gave you a bit of variation, but didn't didn't venture too far away that it sounded out of place. Um, the last two tracks for me <laughs> was where I felt like they started to go in more of an experimental direction yeah. um, with track six, Tales from the Thundra, um, being almost kind of instrumental for the first half and then introducing a kind of small amount of a vocal can kind of small vocal burst i'd say um i i think i would have kept that track fully instrumental if i'm honest ah. um i like the kind of trippy more experimental guitar work um 
but when they tried to like switch it back into the more riffy kind of stoner vibe I felt it was a little bit kind of tonally out of sync it felt like two songs kind of mashed together to mm. me um, and then the last track is the Oculation of Mars which as you said is the longest track um, a bit more kind of airy and clean and again a bit a little bit different to the rest of the album I liked the direction it was taken um, the, the more kind of tranquil kind of stripped back um, and then it kind of jumps into this like kind of upbeat kind of sludgy stoner doom kind of section um, and then they go back to something clean and tranquil there's some female vocals come in mm-hmm. then it, it kind of goes into this almost like black metal meets sludge <laughs> it was just like the, where the fuck was this coming from and then Norway in, Dave Norway is where it's yeah, coming from Norway. Uh, and then back into the clean section to end and I felt like there were, there were bits that I liked of it but I felt overall it was there was parts I felt were maybe a little bit repetitive um and then there was quite a lot of transitions that I didn't always feel kind of worked. Um, and I found myself kind of switching off at times until the black metal part came in and I was like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. I think I, and I think I would have finished it there rather than, I didn't think it needed to go back to the, another clean bit at the end. Yeah. Um, so it maybe just kind of dragged a little bit. Um, yeah, so for me, like I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, the last... 15 minutes of the album which is about a third third of the album i had mm-hmm. some issues with um but i think i think i had to keep remind myself this is a debut album yeah um and when you think about it like that it is quite impressive what they have put together on on like their first offering um yes it has obvious influences that's to be expected but i i do think you can hear a personality coming through from the band on this as well um, and I would agree with you. I think the production is fantastic. I love oh, the so love the guitar tone. The bass is really cool. It's very <laughs> very metallic in the mix. Um, and then you've got that kind of organic, very warm kind of drum sound. Um, the vocal sounded great. Like the the kind of vicious tone he's got came through really well. Um, and I liked a little bit of chanting as well. I thought that was quite different, a little bit unexpected. Um, so um, what we're thinking on the scores for Ultra Ritual? What are you thinking? Uh, three and a half. Um, yeah. I, I really liked this. Like I say, I think to me they're like almost the inverse of you. I think the longer they went and the more they threw into it, the more mm. interested I was. Um, the more I was kind of kept on the back foot, which I kind of enjoyed because stoner music in general tends to be pretty predictable. So mm. if you can throw a couple of things at me that, that, that surprise me, yeah. um, you know, you, you've got my attention. And they certainly do that. Like you're saying, if it's a debut album as well, and they've come from all those different backgrounds, sometimes it takes that get it out your system mm-hmm. um, to yeah. like sink yeah. down into something. But mm-hmm. I think there's loads of talent here. Um, love, lo- love the production. And yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's one of those ones that it sat in the background of my week's listening. You know yeah. I mean, I came back to it a few times. Um, I didn't like rinse this one all in one day, like I, I sometimes do with some albums, and then mm-hmm. don't listen to it till we review it. I kind of just sat in the background because it was one that I, regardless of mood, I could kind of throw on, which is kind of great. So yeah. yeah, three and a half out of five. Cool. Uh, I'll go three out of five on this one. I think um, I think they've got a lot of potential. I think when the album was kind of like firing on all cylinders, it sounds great. Um, I really enjoyed it. But then there are moments where I, I felt it wasn't just quite up to standard yet. Um, or stylistically, it's maybe not as quite as smooth as I'd like. But this is a debut album, so 
I think that sort of stuff will come with time. And I think once they find their, their formula, I think the consistency will then come as well on their album. So I'm going to go three out of five on this one. Um, it drops on March 10th on Ripple Music. Um, I'll put some links below to the uh, to the band, to the pre-order uh, on Bandcamp and stuff. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Stick some comments in. Um, that is the review. Thank you for checking it out. We'll be back with another review very soon. But until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone.